You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. You have entered the Surf Strong Finish Strong Podcast, the show for the 40 and 50 year olds pursuing their next adventure. I'm your host, Scott Kokenauer, and I'm honored that you are listening. So what's your story? What, what is it that brings you right to this episode? What have you been through? What have you experienced? Where have you failed? Where have you succeeded? We're going to be talking today about how important stories are. Why are we talking to a branding coach? Why are we talking branding, marketing, and sales on the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast? Well, it's because in our 40s and 50s, somewhere along the line, we are going to be facing with, be faced with change. Monumental change in many cases. If you own a business, you may be stepping away from that business or selling that business. If you're an executive, you may have left the corporate world because you are either sick and tired of it or you're a victim of ageism and you're thinking about that next adventure. Well, I believe there is a tool that you need to bring with you as you either step away, sell your business, or step into your own business going forward. And that is your story. We're gonna be talking about stories. We're gonna be talking about how to create stories. Let me tell you a little bit about my guest. Her name is Ganilla DeSanto, and she is a detail-oriented, big-picture thinker. She's had her fingers in a lot of creative pies. As a heartfelt and expressive storyteller with a love for all things visual, she's enjoyed a multifaceted career in arts and entertainment. I'll put a lot of that in the show notes about what all that she's done, one of which is her tenure in producing numerous high-profile profile branding projects and marketing campaigns, working side-by-side -side with cinematographers on movies like Gladiator, Mission Impossible Fallout, Million Dollar Arm, and Cruella, and, and more. The work that she's achieved with these has won over 100 internationally renowned awards, including what is called One Show, the Art Directors Club, D and AD and Clio, among others. Ganilla and her husband, Sam, are partners and co-creative directors at CNG Studios, which is a boutique creative agency specializing in branding through storytelling. They help keep their clients stand they help their clients stand out against the competition and attract their ideal clients by telling their unique story of who they are and what makes them special and why they should be hired. That is why I've asked her to talk with me about the importance of story. And I'm eager to get started, so let's go ahead. Welcome to the show, Ganola. I am so glad that you're here. This is going to be an interesting topic for us. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're having me on. I'm so looking forward to this conversation. That's fantastic. Now, there may be listeners who are thinking, what in the world am I bringing a branding expert onto a podcast that talks about the 40s and 50-year-olds getting ready for their next adventure. Well, we'll get into that if you're patient. We will get into that. 
What I want to do is is talk with you a little bit about why branding is so important. What what is it about branding and and marketing and sales and all that? Well, there's a three-pronged process to sales. The first one and the most important one is branding. And let's also clear up the the misnomer that branding and marketing are the same thing. They're not. They are complementary, but they are not the same thing. Branding, if you think of like when you build a house, you have to build a solid foundation before you start doing the framing and adding on to and build out rooms, et cetera. Well, think of the foundation as branding. Branding is what will make an emotional connection with your client, customer, consumer, audience, whoever it is that you serve. And the emotional connection is what is going to make people want to buy from you, whether it's a product or service, it doesn't matter. If they, if they have an emotional connection to you, we're feeling human beings. And so emotions are very important in, in our existence and how we operate. We like something, we don't like something, and, and so on and so forth. So if if there's an emotional connection, there's like, ah, oh, I like these guys, and I that there's a not knowing of, of about their product as well, and then you trust their product or their service, and therefore you buy. Well, the marketing aspect, which is the next you know, step in the sales process, is basically telling people how they can find you and where they can buy either your product or service, and then the sale happens. But it can't, a lot of people put the cart before the horse and do go straight to marketing, do whether it's SEO, some kind of lead generation or paid advertising or whatever it is. But if they find your product and they see it and there's no emotional connection, they're not going to buy. Mm-hmm. So you can get all the leads in the world and your sales conversion rate is probably going to be pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you're peddling something that, that has no soul. Correct. Right. So, okay. I would imagine as a follow-up question, some of that depends on what you're selling. Yes. Right. I think if I'm selling a bunch of t-shirts, that's a whole different realm than selling coaching or consulting or some other higher ticket sale. So branding Regardless, branding is very important because it makes that emotional connection first. So there are a couple of constituencies that I work in all the time that and it's business owners who are looking to one day step away from their organization. They don't know when, they don't know how, they just know it's not going to last forever. Many of them don't want it to die with them. They want it to go on. So that ushers in a business sale kind of scenario. And of course, when we're talking about selling businesses, we're talking about how valuable is that business. And you want to max out that value, whatever value means to you. And that's one group of people. The other group of people that I tend to spend a lot of time talking with are people who have voluntarily left the corporate world. And they are now seeking a business where they are in control. I think both of those groups can benefit from the branding expertise and awareness that you're bringing in this episode. 
because if I'm going to sell my business, I'm part of that first group, I'm going to want there to be such a deep emotional connection with the market that I can then turn to buyers and say, I don't have just a business. I've got a business that resonates with the market and I'll get a top dollar for that. The second group is more of a personal branding because they're not going to brand a product necessarily, but they might, people, I would imagine you would agree that people contract with other people that they know and they like and they trust. Mm -hmm. And I think branding is a lot about that. Of course, here I am rambling on about what you know more about, but I wanted to bring context to our conversation. Why we're talking about branding and marketing and sales, because the next chapter in many people's lives as they reach the fourth quarter, will have to do with some sort of change. And we talk about vocational alignment. And so vocational alignment doesn't mean what you do for a paycheck necessarily. It can and mostly does. But it can also be the hobby that you pursue or the the mentorship that you pursue or the philanthropy or the volunteerism, all of which would help if you had branding. Yes. So... Getting back, you know, I'll get off my soapbox now. And the differences between branding and marketing. So branding is the heart and soul. It's what makes the emotional connection. The it's marketing. Who you are. Yeah, it's who you are. Yeah, it, it's your identity. Well, let's put it this way. I'll address both of these different, you know, segments that you're talking about. The ones that are mm-hmm. moving on to the next chapter by getting out of corporate and hopefully, you know, buying a business or or starting a, a business from scratch and the ones that are looking to exit you know five plus years from now mm-hmm. the, the one thing that that I will say is they say facts tell and stories sell and mm-hmm. facts are intellectual intelligence and stories are emotional intelligence and that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody has something that is unique to them, their story and stories. People love stories. I mean, let's think about, you know, the cavemen way back when (laughs) sitting in, you know, at the campfire, there was no television. There was no, you know, like theater or anything like that. It was just like, hey, tell us a story. And people would just make up stories or told about the story, how they were chased by a mountain lion or whatever the story may be. So stories really sell. And when people connect and can relate to your story in some way, like, oh my gosh, I went through that. Or, wow, that is some kind of story. Like they've really been through it. So now, you know, so I'm not the only one who goes through stuff. Mm-hmm. This is what really connects people. So in the segment where they are looking to exit and sell, branding will actually help your resale value because it may not be your personal story, but it's a story about the company of itself. Because as we know, if your business can't run without you, then the resale value is not that great. Right. Right. But if you can tell a story and tell the unique story of how the business connects with people, now all of a sudden the resale value increases. Mm-hmm. 
And yes, your customer list, of course, you know, how, how big of a book of business do you have? Mm-hmm. That goes without saying, but we're talking about emotional connection here. So what is that story that we can tell that will attract the buyers saying, wow, this is a great business. This is something I want to invest in, or this is something I want to buy. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the people who are leaving corporate and either starting a business or buying a business. Even if it's a franchise that you are buying, I would be leery buying a franchise where it's like, nope, you can't do anything uniquely. You must follow the book to the T of not only, you know, the logo and the language and all this kind of stuff, because how can you stand out in a crowd when you are looking and sounding exactly like everybody else? Now you're getting into the unsustainable territory of, competing or on price or on time, meaning we can do it faster than the next guy. Well, in this day and age with Amazon droning stuff to your house in two hours, you cannot compete with that. You just mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. And so you may be able to compete in the beginning. So this is what we are very, very focused with in with our agency is people talk about unique selling proposition. We take it to the next level and say, no, what is the unique value proposition that you have? What is the value that you bring to the table for your clients, customers, consumers, audience that is in some way unique? And when I say unique, it doesn't need to be something that nobody else does, but you do it slightly differently, you do it better, or or you know, your clients are raving about a particular aspect of what you offer, whether it's product or service. And in service is usually one of those things, even if you offer a product, it's the service and how you treat your customers and how you take care of them is usually like a really good example to hang your hat on. So people are willing to pay for value. Mm -hmm. So -hmm. what is that value that you bring to the table? I want to go back to that picture that you painted of this knockdown, drag out, compete on price and all that, you're just like everybody else. I That makes me think of the book, The Blue Ocean Strategy, where it makes a distinction between red ocean and blue ocean. Red ocean being a feeding frenzy. Like you imagine a bunch of sharks in a small area with flesh of some mammal flying around in the water. And then a blue ocean where it's just wide open and you're just this big, this big whale that's just kind of swimming wherever it wants to. In sales, we want to stay away from the red ocean and position ourselves in the blue ocean to where people bring to us what their problems because they see that we can solve them in ways that no one else can. I've somewhere along the line I picked this up what you're saying and I thought, you know, no one has my story like I do. Mm-hmm. And and if I can tell that story and as well as the spark that caused me to do what I'm doing for the market, then there's an emotional and a rational mix. Like we we make decisions emotionally and back it up rationally. If someone resonates with my story, they'll say, oh my word, you know what it's like. Mm-hmm. Or you're a cautionary tale. I don't ever want to go through what you went through. But it all starts with that story. And that sets you apart because no one can match that 
That's your, I think they call it a differentiating competency. It absolutely is. And you, your personal story, Scott, is definitely such a unique and amazing one and talk about the underdog overcoming, you know, obstacles and going on to be successful. I mean, this is what people, you know, when we talk about success in, especially in this culture in the, in the United States, we tend to be focused like, oh yeah, you know, overnight sensation 20 years later, nobody ever talks about being broke and broken and, you know, like fighting depression and whatever the story is, but we all go through stuff. But nobody wants to talk about the stuff that we go through before we get to that place where it's like we're finally finding success. And people have and, you know, we sometimes too get caught up in the whole, you know, the line from A to B as far as for A where you start and B is success is a straight line. No, 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 no. (laughs) It's a squiggly line that goes up and down and round a few times and then, you know. We, this is what connects with people. It's like, oh my gosh, this person has also gone through stuff or is going through stuff. There's no, I don't, now I don't feel alone. And let's face it, people do business with people. People do not do business with businesses. Right. You know, why do they like Target versus Walmart? Why do they, you know, buy from Amazon versus, you know, another online retailer? People have a reason for why they buy, you know, well, it's convenient or it makes my life easy or I really like these people or there's always a reason why people choose something over another. Mm -hmm. Now, if you cannot differentiate yourself from your competition, then your prospect is always without fail going to make their buying decision based on price, period. End of story. Mm-hmm. When you can demonstrate value, take somebody's stress level down, solve a problem, improve their lives in some way, shape, or form so that they have more time to do something else or whatever the case may be, then people are willing to pay for value. I'll give you a perfect example. There, I, I know a guy who's, who happens also to be a business coach, but he used to own an air duct cleaning business. And in his entire county, he was the most expensive air duct cleaning company around by like a big margin. And they were booked more than six months out. Now, you would think that the most expensive air duct cleaning company would be like, defies logic. Yes. But it's because they did such an excellent job and their technicians were just amazing. Mm -hmm. And people would not like, you have to wait like seven months. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. Just put me on the schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, so, rather, I'd rather wait than take a chance with something inferior. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's wow. So people, and you know, I think we all suffer from this occasionally. It's like, well, if I charge that much, then I'm going to miss out on some business. Here's the issue: if you, first of all, you probably tell your clients this, Scott. Don't ever discount your services, right? Because once you do, then you're going to attract the same kind of fish (laughs) and you're going to have the same kind of, you know, issues. But if you start charging not only what you're worth, but the value that you bring to the table, then all of a sudden, if that client is happy, then they're going to refer you to other clients that that know that 
you're going to get value, but it's also costs X. So, so value is a very, very big thing that we constantly preach to our clients. And that's really what is going to make you stand apart from the competition and attract your ideal clients. So at the time of this recording, last weekend, we had the masters in Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. You could watch the masters and root for whoever, or you could watch some of those shows where they do the backstory of certain people. And my wife will always pick the person that she likes the backstory. Oh, he seems like a really neat guy. It doesn't matter how good a golfer he is a great guy in her eyes. And so she's going to root for him. Conversely, if it's not a good story that she likes, she will not root for that other person. So I think story or backstory, like you said, is so crucial. What I want to do, I want to ask you, so we've, we've established that branding is not marketing and marketing is not branding. Within the realm of branding, there's story. Yep. So let's, let's get to a practical level. And let's talk about how a person would proceed to create that story. The the story is already there. Like, you know, if I'm live, if I've lived 50 years, 55 years, I've got a story and that's, there's, there's no question. We all have it. How do you take your clients from, I don't have a story to now I have a story and I'm making it work for myself and branding. It's interesting that you say that because there are certain industries where people think like, oh, well, you know, I just went to college and I, you know, I got my degree in, I don't know, let's say accounting. That's a resume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a resume. And it's like when we work with clients, first of all, we have them do paperwork or we call it homework. And, you know, and and for some people that like, you homework reminds (laughs) me of school, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's the home, the quote unquote homework, which is really what we call a brand and strategy brief. It asks 17 questions. Some of them are, you know, rudimentary, like what, what, you know, what is your budget? What is your timeline? What type of assets are you looking to have created and whatnot? But a lot of them are in-depth questions that are going to make you have to think about your business. What are the challenges? What emotional benefits do you offer your clients? How do you solve their problems? How does that, you know, what does your demographic look like? Psychographics, you know, income, all all this sorts of stuff that most of us, we are so busy working in our business that we don't take the time to really pull out and take a 30,000 foot view of where we are and where we really want to go. But it's usually once they have filled out that properly, then we have another video conference and we do like kind of an interview and we go over these questions. And it's in that session that we find that DNA in who they are, why they do what they do, what their story is. Mm-hmm. Because even when they fill out the paperwork, they might be, you know, unsuspecting of like, well, you know, what story, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing is story is everything. I mean, Andrew Griffith, who is a a well-known international business coach and speaker and author, 
said something very profound. I found a quote from him not too long ago. He said, a common mistake entrepreneurs make is they don't embrace storytelling in their business. Consumers want to know the person that is behind the business. And that is really what we help our clients do. I mean, our tagline for our company, it's SNG Studios, your story is your brand. And in this day and age where it's the marketplace is so noisy and so oversaturated, regardless of industry, unless you're in a brand new emerging industry, it's just very noisy. And everybody's like, yakety, yakety, yak on social media and mm-hmm. paid advertising and all this kind of stuff. You really have to cut through with your story. That's really the only way you're going to connect. And so this is why we are so focused on bringing out like, okay, so really what is your story? You may not think you have one, but you definitely have one. So you do a lot of what I do. The principle upon which I start working with a client is that everything has context. Mm -hmm. If you step back far enough, you'll begin to see options and choice, which gives you agency. When you said the 30,000 foot perspective, we are by nature so easily swayed to stay close to ourselves. And when, you, when you're when you close to yourself, too close, you don't see the story. So you don't think there is a story. So what you're doing is through the questionnaire and the interview, you are pulling them away from themselves so that they can take a much bit broader picture or perspective of their lives. And I think that's the key thing here is if you're listening to this and you're and you're wanting to step away from your the business that you built and do something different, or you've already stepped away and you're trying to make it on your own, step away from yourself and get that story identified and and begin to develop that. Now, what makes a story brandable? What if it's just a ho-hum story? Are there ho- ho-hum stories? You, you don't have to have a great story. You just have to be, get good at telling it. You know, because people, that's really what went through my mind, that people are saying, well, you know, I don't have that much of a story. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have a great story. I don't have a big comeback story. I, you know, everybody has a story. Nobody goes through life unscathed. Nobody goes through life without facing opposition and trial and tribulation. I mean, that's just, that's just life. I mean, that's just reality. So again, you don't have to have a great, fantastic, you know, like a fantastical story. (laughs) You just have to be good, get getting good at telling it. And so it's, and usually doing it on your own is hard because you are so close to it. Mm-hmm. And you may not see like, oh, there's that, there's that nugget. There's that amazing nugget. Like that's an amazing story. Like, mm-hmm. really? Like I don't see that. <laughs> but we, you know, do you know what I mean? We're so close yeah, to a- ourselves that we don't see when we find that gem, that diamond. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're too close and therefore we are blind we have blind spots. Yes, exactly. We're too close. Exactly. Uh, if you're driving on the road with a car that is older than most current cars and you went and you're trying to turn to another lane well you, it may look to your side view mirror that 
there's nobody there, but you could pull into somebody now. Today, well, when we when I was growing up and we'd get a new car, the first thing we'd do is go to a auto parts store and buy one of those little round elliptical mirrors. I can't remember what oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. you can see a little further, right? Yes. Now now all the cars come with these little lights that pop up and and you start to turn, it'll beep and say, Hey, there's somebody there. That's an illustration that's going through my mind. Thanks for indulging me. I got my I think of weird things. When we don't have help to step away and develop our stories, it's like us trying to turn into a different lane without that extra perspective. And we could miss something and be sorry that we missed it. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is, is stories should not be like a template. Everybody's story is unique and nobody has the same story as the next person because our life is, we may have gone on the same path, meaning like went to, you know, went, you know, graduated high school, went to college, you know, got out, got my first job, blah, blah, blah. Like all those things, like a lot of people are on that are and have been on that trajectory, but the experiences that happen during those times is what makes your story unique. And so, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it just is, you really need help mining that unique story that is going to cause people to connect with you and to want to do business with you. I know when I examined my story and I got some help myself to Mm -hmm. identify that story, I was surprised too at what seemed to me to be just a normal thing that everybody goes through. But the coach that was helping me said, no, no, there's, you don't understand. There are people who will resonate with that, that little aspect that you just shared where I thought it was just like, oh, it's just, you know, no big deal, but it is. And, and so getting back to the context of the podcast and someone who is desires to serve strong and finish strong, if they're facing this next adventure, whatever that is, stepping away, stepping up, starting something new, I would strongly encourage you to seek out your story. Look for what it is that makes you unique. What is, it's like putting words and images to your uniqueness so that you can now convey that to someone else. That leads to branding. Branding branding is an emotional connection to your market, and you can always back it up with marketing, and then you can sell. This has been fascinating, and and I'm excited. I wish I had talked to you about, well, it would have been seven years ago, (laughs) seven and a half years ago now, when I lost my job at age 50 and didn't know what in the world I was going to do. I just, you know, I was in a fog. When you and I connected, and I saw what you did, I thought, I've got to get her on the podcast and talk about stories. Because if if you can get to that story quickly, you can go much further faster with deeper meaning. And so it's been a pleasure talking with you. 
So I'm so, so, so thrilled that you invited me. This has absolutely been so great. And, uh, you know, it's informative for me as well. And and knowing your story, it just makes me think of how many stories there are out there of people that have really not tapped into their story. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, there, there's a gold mine in your story. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a question of how to mine what makes that story connect with people so that they want to buy from you. That's right. And as you were saying that, what was going through my mind was this wouldn't only position you from a branding standpoint, but it would give you tremendous insight into who you are and why you do what you do and why you see the world the way you see the way you see it. And that understanding will make makes the fourth quarter that much richer. When we can understand ourselves and, and be aware based on studying our story. So there's benefits just internally, let alone marketing a business, marketing ourselves, but understanding ourselves is is huge. And when well, you are in that, also in that, that age bracket, you have lived, you have had experiences, which, and so that has a lot, a lot of value that, that you can bring to the table for your clients and for, for your consumers. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you? If we, if uh, someone wanted to spend some more time with you and find out what you do. I think the best way for them would to be go to our website. So mm-hmm. it's sngstudios.com, which is S-A-N-D-G-studios.com. Okay. okay. And uh, we'll put that in the show notes as well. Great. Terrific. So, Ganella, it's been a pleasure talking Thank with you, you and getting to know me. you. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Scott. This has been absolutely terrific. And I so appreciate you. This has been another episode of the Serve Strong, Finish Strong podcast. I take your time very seriously. Therefore, my pledge is to continue bringing you information and insight you need to be successful in your adventure as you finish strong. Be sure to check the show notes for the information related in this episode. Subscribe to be notified when new shows drop and leave a review if you're so inclined. I'll talk to you next time. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.